the geek visions podcast the podcast that is dedicated to the big three of visual media that being film video games and television i am your host hoover and this is yet another edition of news drop our first edition of 2022 that i have dubbed as i have dubbed it as season two so <laughs> that's each each year we're gonna kind of guess i guess we'll dub it as a new season all right, so this edition of News Drop is going to be covering a lot of the news from pretty much the end of last year to about the start of this year. So, uh, yeah, so a little bit of news here and there. So, uh, let's kind of get a rundown of what we'll be talking to, talking of what we'll be talking to, of what we will be talking about today. So, on the film front, we'll be talking about uh, Dwayne Johnson and the Fast and the Furious, new trailers for Batman, Uncharted, and Doctor Strange. John Wick moving dates, Michael Keaton returning in Batgirl, and the box office returns for Spider-Man No Way Home. On the video game front, um, it's going to be pretty light this time around as we just be talking about the, vi the video game awards results and some releases that will be coming out this month. And then on television, we will be talking about the reception from the book, the book of Boba Fett's debut, talking about uh, some teasers for the future of Squid Games, uh, teasers for Killing Eve in Atlanta, and of course, we'll be talking about the death of one Betty White. Uh, also, some recency updates in these, some stuff that kind of happened within like the last day or two or three or so. Pretty much everything that happened after I wrote the original script. So a few little things that I'll tag on to the end of all those. But anywho, that's our rundown, so let's just drop right into the news. As always, we'll start off with film. So Dwayne Johnson has rejected Vin Diesel's seemingly olive branch to return to the Fast Five, the Fast franchise. Way back in November, Vin posted an Instagram post with the plea for Johnson to return to the Fast films. Um, in an interview with CNN, Dwayne addressed the post, claiming that he would never return to the mainline films. Uh, he also claimed that he spoke with Vin Diesel in private before the post um, about not returning and he felt Diesel's public plea was in really bad taste and I read it and I kind of and I, I I agree with it he kind of pulled like some emotional manipulation stuff kind of like brought his kids into it he brought Paul Walker's kids into it he also had this really weird thing of like it was like come back and like fulfill your destiny of it was really weird it was really really different it was really really weird <laughs> also like the post itself was weird because it was like it looked like it was edited to make vin diesel like look bigger and thicker than, <laughs> than dwayne johnson it was a it was a whole weird that whole post was just a weird really weird situation uh so yeah so even though johnson claims he will not be returning to the film Johnson still supports the supports and wishes the best for the film and its crew and the franchise in and of itself. So Dwayne Johnson still being a total, total, you know, class act about it. He's, he's been a good sport, still claiming support for the cast and the crew, but is, is, is adamant that he will not be coming back to the mainline fast franchise. So, so there you go. 
uh, Vin Diesel at the time has not posted or said any response <laughs> after this. So there you go. All right, next up, in a video posted by Lionsgate, uh, John Wick Chapter 4 has moved dates. It was originally slated for uh, spring of this year, uh, but the action franchise's next entry will release worldwide on March 4th of 2023. So that's coming next year. They pushed it back a year. Now, of course, this is probably mostly due to COVID, the gold pandemic, the uh, the recent Omicron or Marion, if you will, spike that's going around right now. But uh, also, it probably has something to do with um, to not have to contend with um, Top Gun Maverick, the, uh, the, 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 the long-awaited sequel to Top Gun. So there is that. I believe this is like the third time John Wick has gotten pushed back. I remember it was originally supposed to come out within like the same window as The Matrix Resurrections, but they moved that back to, to spring and now it's moved back to March of, of 2023. So we'll have to wait a little bit longer to see the next chapter of the John Wick franchise. Um, actually, no, but for the mainline ones, yes, but uh, there's a spinoff coming to HBO Max about the, uh, the hotel, the Continental, that's going to be well before the events of uh, the John Wick movies. So hopefully that'll hold over the John Wick fans until the, the next chapter comes out. All right, next up, Michael Keaton will be returning as Batman once again. Uh, he's already slated to return as the character for the Andy Muschietti-directed Flash film starring Ezra Miller, but he will now also be reprising the role in the Batgirl film. Uh, the Batgirl film is going to be directed by Adil Al-Arbi and Biala Falah, who um, you might know from uh, Bad Boys for Life. They also directed a few episodes of the TV show Snowfall. Uh, the film stars Leslie Grace as the titular character Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. Batgirl. Also going to star J.K. Simmons returning as Commissioner Gordon. And a previously announced uh, joint of the franchise is going to be Brendan Fraser, who seems to be playing uh, Firefly for the film. Uh, now, the film is going to be releasing on HBO Max, but it doesn't have a date just yet. But the film continues to grow and continues to add to the cast. I'm very interested to see in what context... He comes back in. We all know he's coming back in the Flash movie because the Flash is going to be doing some some very like, you know, dimension timeline hopping is going to be involved in the movie. But we still don't really know much about the Batgirl movie just yet. But so it is very interesting that that they had they get that they're tagging him on to this movie. So there's a little more intrigue to this to this Batgirl movie. <laughs> All right, and finally, oh, well, not finally, um, Spider-Man No Way Home has grossed over just a billion dollars globally. Uh, the craziest thing about it, it's actually two crazy things about it, that it reached this milestone just 12 days after its release, and also the fact that it did not release in China, which is the second biggest market for films after the U.S. Um, it is the third fastest to reach that feat. After, of course, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. And it is just continuing to pile on accolades and <laughs> rack in money at an insane amount. So, uh, I believe uh, I just read that um, because of this, it's, it's Sony's most lucrative film, like, 
ever that they've ever done in the entire in the entire studio's existence. This is the most money they've ever made from a film ever. And also with this combined with the other MCU films that released this year, um, Shang-Chi and Black Widow um, and, and the Eternals, it's made um Marvel has made up 20 percent of the total film revenue of this year which is insane i mean i think um that's even that's larger than the year what was it like 2018 or so when they released infinity war and black panther and and that was 18 percent back then so for this to be 20 percent, that's that's crazy so spider-man no way home is a bonafide certified hit as if you all didn't know that so everybody everybody came out to see the marvel movies <laughs> even during this pandemic everybody rolled out to see the the marvel movies this year um which is a which is a big positive sign because me me for one i was kind of worried how well the mcu would do now that the infinity saga has wrapped up and it's finished you know kind of where it will go from there because i always kind of thought that was going to be like the peak of of marvel studios in the mcu the uh the culmination of the infinity saga with infinity war and endgame i felt like that would be like the height so i'm very i was very interested to see what happens after where do we go after that and kind of what happened. I'm, actually i'm still kind of interested because at this point in time the actual full picture is still very much um a, a mystery it's still very much a mystery right now of where, of where we're going and if any like massive um, crossover or massive arc is kind of coming into fruition for anything they're doing beyond this. But um, yeah, moral of the story is Spider-Man is making a lot of money. <laughs> Spider-Man is breaking in a lot of bank right now. All right. And finally, we got trailers. We've got three trailers to talk about here. So first off, we have the Batman had a new trailer that focused on Batman and Catwoman, along with more on the Riddler and his plans. Super excited for this movie. The Batman releases on March 4th, and I'm super hyped and looking forward to that. Um, Uncharted's new trailer shows more action and more from Banderas' villain character and also Sully's mustache, which we've been wondering about since the since the first trailer came out. Um, yeah, the trailer also had um, had a shot of two like helicopters airlifting like two pirate ships out of a cave and over some water, and I was just like, "Yep, that's a that's a very uncharted that's a very uncharted move right there." That feels very very much like an uncharted moment there. But yeah, Uncharted come, releases on February eighteenth of this year. And finally, we got our first teaser for Doctor Strange two or Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, it's the same trailer that released as a post credit scene for Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, the teaser showed uh, Steven meeting with Wanda, uh, sort of small peak in America Chavez, and another Stephen Strange in the, in a more saturated <laughs> Stephen Strange. So, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness releases on May 6th of 2022. All right, and some small updates to tag on at the very end here. Uh, first of all, Mobius uh, moves dates it was supposed to come out january 28th i believe of this year but they moved it to april 1st um pixar's animated film turning red is also going to release simultaneously on disney plus 
Um, Wes Anderson's uh, adaption of Roland Dahl's The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar film has added uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Dev Patel, Raffinis, and Sir Ben Kingsley. And the last part, um, film icon Sidney Poitier has passed away. Um, Poitier first broke ground as the first black man to win Oscar to win an Oscar for Best Actor for his role in the 1963 film Lilies of the Field. Um, he was also known for his roles in The Defiant Ones, In the Heat of the Night, and Guess Who's Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Um, he also directed films like Buck and the Preacher and Ghost Dad. Uh, Sidney Portier was 94. Rest in peace. And next up, we have video games. Like I said, it's a very slow news front for this one, so this is going to be pretty short here. Um, the Video Game Awards aired last month, um, and uh, the the Jeff Keighley spearheaded Video Game Awards have been doing pretty well for the last few years, I will admit. Uh, but here's a list of some of the winners. So, for Best Fighting Game, we had Guilty Gear Strive. Best Action was Returnal. Best Action Adventure went to Metroid Dread. Racing was won by Forza Horizon. Best Narrative was won by Guardians of the Galaxy. Best Performance went to Maggie Robertson for her portrayal as Lady Dimitrescu in Resident Evil 8. And Game of the Year went to It Takes Two, which I'm not going to lie, is a fantastic narrative for the Video Game Awards. If you didn't know, the uh, the director, the, the game director for It Takes Two, uh, Yusuf Faris, who has appeared on the Video Game Awards a multitude of times, um, probably most well known for his take <laughs> during one year where he uh, got on the mic and literally and literally yelled "fuck the Oscars," <laughs> which was a big viral moment for him. But he's been a part of the video. He's been on the Video Game Awards for a while. Uh, Jeff Keighley continues to invite him back even after he said that, which was surprising. Um, so yeah, he's known for uh directing uh him and his uh and the um gosh what the heck am I trying to say the uh, um the studio Hazelight Studio also made um a way out a few years ago, but uh yeah I felt like this was a a, <laughs> a great kind of little narrative that was within the just within the lore I guess you could say of the video game awards with Yusuf Faris um always being there his you know having his games dominated that viral take he made <laughs> um that year. Um, and then, of course, this year they took home Game of the Year. So uh, a nice little narrative and a nice little how it all kind of wraps around for uh, the Video Game Awards at Yusef. So uh, great, great little showing there. And honestly, I was kind of surprised that that one Game of the Year, it's kind of a, uh, a smaller game than what you might see win Game of the Year. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a really good, it's a really good thing to have, especially for, that, for him in that studio. So that was really cool. So, um, yeah, like I said, pretty slow on the news front for video games. So we'll just kind of go over some releases that are coming this month. So on January 12th, we have Monster Hunter Rise releasing on PC. On the 14th, uh, 2018's God of War is also going to come to the PC. So be on the lookout for um, the mods that are going to come in that game. Um, January 20th, we'll see the release of Rainbow Six Extraction for the PS4, 5, the Xbox One, and the Series S and X. Stadia, which I didn't even know was still around, <laughs> and the PC. Um, January 20th is going to see Windjammers 2 release on the PC, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, PS4, and the PS5. Uh, January 20th is going to see Expeditions Rome release on the PC. Uh, January 28th, Pokemon Legends Arceus is going to come to the Switch. And finally, on January 28th also, we'll get Uncharted 
the Legacy of Thieves collection, which is just um, Uncharted 4 and the Uncharted Lost Legacy uh, standalone um, DLC, coming to the PS5 and the PC. So that's it for video games. And finally, we move into television. So the next entry into this Disney Plus Star Wars series, Book of Boba Fett has aired. Uh, the first episode released on December 29th. It's a spinoff of The Mandalorian, and but still the brainchild of John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Um, reviews from episode one have been generally positive, but not overwhelmingly so. You know, it, it does seem that it kind of has flaws, kind of lukewarm at the start. So we'll kind of see how the series series gets once it gets to the end. Uh, the series stars Tamora Morrison coming back as, of course, Boba Fett and Meng Na Wen. It currently airs on Disney Plus, of course, if you didn't know. All right. Uh, next up, Squid Game director Huang Dong Hyuk has revealed that he is meeting with Netflix about a second and a potential third season of the international smash hit. If you, I mean, which would seem natural. Um, Dong Hyuk has already spoken about a second season, uh, commented on how long it took for him to create season one as he both wrote and directed every episode himself and what he would need if he were to move forward, mostly kind of about how he'll need a whole creative team behind him to kind of move the process ahead, but also keeping his production designer that he had for the first season, as she also played a massive role in making that series what it was. But um, yeah, I mean, I feel like this is a no-brainer that is going to happen, that we are going to get a second season of Squid Game. You know, obviously it was a massive, massive hit for Netflix, um, probably the biggest show that they've ever released on the streaming service. So I feel like Netflix would definitely want to uh, get that, get the ball rolling on that. But um, it, it there is kind of a whole other notion for it. Um, I think obviously of another massive hit that came out on Netflix during the pandemic era, that being Tiger King, that released like what two, three years before Squid Game or so. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, yeah, so that came out, and then of course, it was a massive hit. But it took them a very long time to get the second season off off the ground, and they released the second season, and the second season released with very little to no fanfare. But there are some caveats to that. One being the fact that Squid Games is a narrative drama, while Tiger King was a documentary. So obviously. Um, filming for Tiger King takes a lot longer. It takes a lot more time to do than if they were to do another Squid Game because obviously Tiger King, you have to record things that happen within real time as opposed to having everything already written and created and then just shooting that for like Squid Games. <laughs> and then the, the second caveat is basically of Squid Game itself as it was still um, a very hot commodity and very popular when the second season of Tiger King came out. So it kind of overshadowed the the second season of Tiger King. So there is that. But I'm I'm fairly certain that Squid Game will do very well if when they make this I'm not even gonna say if when they make a second and third season. Uh, mostly because now people are gonna be wanting to jump in and catch on right from the start as opposed to the slow buildup of hype that it had for the first season. All right, next up, we've got two new teasers for forthcoming seasons, for forthcoming season debuts, I should say, 
Uh, first is for the fourth and final season of Killing Eve. Uh, Killing Eve is about a desk shackle security um, operative and a merciless assassin who become linked in a game of cat and mouse. It stars Sandra O oh and Jodie Comer. Uh, season four airs on February 27th on the BBC America. Meanwhile, Atlanta had a teaser for its third season. Um, the trailer shows the team of Ern, Al, Darius, and Van in the UK. Um, Atlanta tells the story of two cousins making their way in the rap music scene of Atlanta. And it stars Donald Glover, Brian Tyree Henry, Lakeith Stanfield, and Zazie Beetz. Season 3 airs on March 24th on FX. And I am so hyped about that. I just finished rewatching season 1. And it just made me remember how fantastic and hilarious this show is. So I'm super hyped for season three. Um, well, I guess we could go to some updates um, before we get into the final story. Uh, but speaking of being very hyped about some new shows, we have some recency updates here. Uh, first off, Amazon's The Boys had its teaser trailer um, and announced that season three will be dropping in June of this year. And like Atlanta, I am super hyped for this show. The Boys is like one of my favorite surprise hits that just kind of hit me out of nowhere. And, oh man, I love it. Um, the trailer just kind of showed um, Homelander and Starlight um, just kind of like in front of some cameras and smiling for him as it kind of slowly zooms in on Homelander's face and, you know, kind of has some very eerie music kind of, you know, build up as the zoom in happened. So if you've been following the series, you know, kind of like in this season, Homelander's back is very much kind of like up against the wall this season, which is going to, which could be very bad for every, <laughs> for everybody else. But yeah, so excited. The boys season three comes out in June of this year. Um, also we have, uh, the first tra uh, trailer for Pam and Tommy Hulu's, um, limited series that's going to release. Um, that's going to tell the story of the infamous, well, the now infamous, um, public releasing of the sex tape of Pamela Anderson, who will be played by Lily James in this series, and drummer Tommy Lee, played by Sebastian Stan in this show. Um, first of all, Lily James and Sebastian Stan look freaking fantastic as Pam and Tommy. They look freaking like identical to the two of them. Um, and also in this trailer, I knew the two of them were in it. They were like the only names I knew that were in it, but this trailer also showed that, uh, Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman are in this. So I'm super excited and okay, really cool to see them two involved in there. Um, but yeah, even like this trailer kind of introduced me to new dimensions of this whole thing that I didn't even know about. Like I knew of the, this all happened way back <laughs> in the nineties. But um, even I, I knew that the two of them had uh, a sex tape out. I didn't know the whole story of it. Like, I didn't know that it wasn't even released by them. <laughs> that it was, the trailer shows all this, that it was um, stolen from a safe that, that somebody stole Tommy Lee's safe. And that's where the table was that he had. And from there, they like released it onto the internet which, you know, back in the 90s, the internet was, like, a very much an, an untamed space. It was all still very new. And especially when you have laws, especially when, like, now, you know, they definitely didn't have anything against, like, you know, 
laws and stuff against you know revenge porn and and things like that so all like completely new elements to the story that i didn't even know existed i never really bothered to look into that (laughs) so yeah i'm very interested in so now so yeah trailer for pam and tommy coming to hulu and also we also have that the fact that netflix is developing a scott pilgrim versus the world anime which just which is just dope if you guys know my top five movies of all time scott pilgrim versus the world was on that list so uh yeah i'm looking forward to this definitely interested to see what happens um what netflix has cooked up for this so i'm excited but finally our final story here um before we closed out the year we lost an icon a tv icon uh betty white passed away literally on december 31st the final day of 2021 and just 12 days out from her 100th birthday white got her start on radio before moving to television with her first leading gig being co-host on the series hollywood on television she then co-founded bandy productions being one of the few women to do so from there, Betty had a career that spanned both TV and film for over 70 years. Her most iconic roles being Sue Ann Nivens on The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Rose Nylon on The Golden Girls, and Elka Otrovsky on Hot in Cleveland. Betty White has the world record for working in TV longer than anyone else ever has in the history of the medium. In her career, she has received eight Emmys, three American Comedy Awards, three SAG Awards, a Grammy, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and an inductee of the Television Hall of Fame. So rest in peace to Betty White. So that is it for this edition of News Drop. Uh, Thank you all very much for listening. As we move into the new year, as we move into season two, I guess you could say, (laughs) of News Drop, the news of 2022, uh, the first the first year we're gonna have a full calendar year of news drops to cover all these three for a full calendar year for the first time. So very much looking forward to that. Um, next up on the docket we have our Hawkeye review that's going to be coming up pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure you follow and subscribe on all the podcast platforms. Remember we are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And I still have to double check to see if we've gotten accepted into Pandora podcast just yet. It's like a freaking four to seven week process. So that might be a while. But I always, like I said, follow, like, leave a review. If you can, let me know how I'm doing. Um, And you already know, as always, you know, I appreciate every listen I can get. I very much appreciate you as we start a brand new year for geek visions as we're, we're we're rounding the corner to completing our first full year first 12 months of geek visions so very happy for that so as wrap up always always remember to keep watching keep playing and stay awesome until next time you guys be safe out there i will see you later bye